What's up, everyone? It's the Dad That She Said with Danny podcast. It is December, and we are so excited to rewind just a couple of months and look back on the Dodgers as World Series champs and welcome in one of the infielders from the World Series team. Max Muncy will be here today. Danny, I'm super pumped for that. So this is really cool because Max Muncy, like, rose to stardom, like national baseball stardom after the Madison Bumgarner home run. But he worked really hard to get to that point. The A's released him and then he worked his way back up. So to come all that way and now we get a World Series champ on the show is super cool. How did he celebrate his World Series victory during the pandemic? We'll ask him that. We'll talk to him about some of the most iconic Dodgers teammates. We'll talk to him about Clayton Kershaw and Justin Turner and Mookie Betts, who people say is the greatest athlete in baseball right now. So I'm sure he's got a lot to say about Mookie Betts, too. And then we get to test his knowledge and play back of the baseball card. And it's going to be tough. There are going to be some tough ones. We're going to see if he can recall some of the iconic moments of his career so far. Yeah, shout out to Craig Norquist for throwing that together for me. Some great statistics. See if we can stump him. So let's go ahead and welcome World Series champ Max Muncy to the podcast. Hey, what's up, Max? The champ is here. (laughs) What's up, dude? How are you? How is everything? Where are you? What's going on? Uh, I actually just got out to Arizona. Um, Got here a little early to get ready for spring. Assuming it starts on time, who knows? Uh, it's a whole other topic, but uh, yeah, just getting ready for the holidays, though. Oh, we're going to talk about that, but later. <laughs> but later. Right. We like to stick to the pleasantries first. Um, so, okay. World Series champ, man, are you used to hearing that? Is that something you're still like, who, me, or what? Yeah, I mean, it still really hasn't set in. Uh, I think the the problem was we didn't really get like a true celebration. So it's, I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's still unbelievable that we won, but you know, just you look at the videos from years past and, you know, the parades and guys going crazy with, with all the family, you know, we didn't really get that. So it's kind of, you know, it hasn't really fully hit us yet. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't get the normal year celebration, obviously, because this isn't a normal year, but how did you personally celebrate? I went home, act normal. You know, we were in the bubble for 45 days or whatever it was. Um, That's a long time of just being on lockdown and, you know, people watching your room, making sure you're not going somewhere you're not supposed to or, uh, you know, getting written up by MLB officials saying you're doing this when you're not supposed to do that. So it was kind of just, you know, we we won and it was just like we get to be a normal person again. So it was, you know, let's, you know, went, went back home and just acted normal. What what was it like getting to like come home and maybe like shed the season and like what you had just been through and have you processed all of it yet? Uh, I don't know. You know, we yeah, still haven't really processed it. Uh, you know, I sit there and we look back at videos and it's kind of like, did that really happen? Um, you know, we we get a lot of stuff from Dodger fans all the time, and uh, you know, all that's pretty crazy. It's uh. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I kind of just wish we would have had time to celebrate with the fans and just enjoy, you know, enjoy winning. And we didn't really get that, unfortunately. Hmm. A lot of people post-pandemic, and these are the haters, obviously, the critics, are going to say it was not a legitimate World Series win because it wasn't a full season and it was during a global pandemic. What do you say to those people? They weren't the ones that won, so of course they're going to say that. 
uh, you know, it was pretty hard for us to, to get to that point. It's hard for anyone to get into the playoffs. And, um, you know, even though it was expanded this year, it was still one of those things where you never knew what was going to happen. Uh, you know, teams had a lot of, you know, people couldn't play because of COVID or, uh, you know, injuries happened because guys couldn't get built up like they're supposed to. So, you know, if anything, it was almost harder to win it this year, regardless of it being a shortened season. So, uh, you know, like I said, to those guys that are saying that, uh, you know, it sucks you didn't win, but we did and we're going to celebrate it. So, Good so for you. We- yeah, winners get rings no matter what. And so have you guys heard anything about the rings, any design? Do you, did you have any say in that? What's the deal with, with the rings? We get no say in that. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, they don't, they don't, maybe they don't trust us with it. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't have any say in that. I haven't seen the design. I'm sure it's going to be pretty ridiculous. But uh, they definitely didn't ask any of us for, for – well, maybe they asked someone like Kershaw, but I didn't, I didn't, get, any, uh, I didn't get any asks for that one. When you look back right now at the season, what's the one moment that really stands out to you as the defining moment of why you guys won the World Series? Uh, it's hard to pinpoint one moment. You know, I think uh, probably the thing that was the most special about our team is just the chemistry we had. Uh, I mean, obviously, we had a very good team on paper, but uh, if, you, if you would have had a chance to walk into our clubhouse this year, you just saw just, you know, unbelievable team chemistry guys just always hanging out and doing stuff together and there wasn't one person on the team that guys were um you know irritated no one took anything away from the team people only added to it this year and uh you know it's pretty rare to find usually there's always one or two guys that maybe get under someone's skin or they do something that annoys somebody you know there wasn't any of that this year I think that's probably the thing I can pinpoint the most is that the team chemistry this year we had a bunch of guys that were there to win um you know we had some some big big name guys that are gonna be free agents and this is their last chance running through LA and you know everyone wanted to just win that's all that all that mattered was just winning this year the feeling after the last out what what is it do you remember what you were feeling just pure excitement uh that's probably the best I can describe it I think uh I think I was screaming at the top of my lungs um <laughs> you know I was just I was, well, I wasn't sure what to do. I didn't know if I'd go in there and spear someone in the, at, at, at uh, the pitcher's mound, you know, get the, t- get the dog pile to the ground, or yeah. I just jump up. And I didn't know. So I just started screaming, and then I saw everyone go towards the mound. So I was like, all right, well, let me go get in there then. <laughs> <laughs> it's just chaos, I feel like. Absolute yeah, chaos. So when all those emotions are flooding you and you're kind of living in the moment, is there somebody when you look around and you go, man, that guy is – is the guy either that we went through this together or that he really deserves a ring or that stands out when you're looking around the field of like, man, now he's a world series champion. Uh, yeah. There's probably two guys that come to mind that stand out more than anyone. Um, that'd be uh, JT and Kirsch. Uh, you know, those two guys, um, you know, JT, the way his career path has been and just uh, the hardships he's had to endure the last, you know, five, six years in LA with all the, you know, the unfortunate mishaps in the uh, postseason with our team, just, um, you know, for a guy like him to be able to get that. And then for Kirsch, you know, like I said, we've had some mishaps in the postseason. And unfortunately, for some reason, he's the guy that seems to get blamed for it all, even though he's not the one, but everyone seems to blame him. And so for him to finally get that ring and just really cement his legacy as, you know, one of the best left-handed pitchers of all time, that's pretty special for me to be able to see that. I can't imagine what it must be like to be a guy like him and have that pressure and that weight of, you know, your legacy, your name. That's all that's ever talked about when it comes to the postseason and him. So for someone who isn't on the inside, 
what does he do when things like that, you know, I don't know if you guys have it on the TVs in the clubhouse or like if, if there are murmurs about it, like from your perspective, what do you see or how do you see him respond to that? Yeah, he never gives up, you know, he's the ultimate competitor when it comes to baseball. And I think if you'd ask anyone on our team, they'd tell you that, uh, you know, I can't remember him ever doing bad in the playoffs. Um, you know, people will always want to bring up, well, he's not a good player. Every start I've ever seen him have, he goes five innings, maybe one hit, maybe one run or something. And then he always, I feel like he gets in trouble because he puts himself out there on the edge. He wants to go out there for that extra inning. He's, he's not afraid to come out of the bullpen. He wants to do whatever it takes to win. And, um, you know, when you're doing that, you're always putting yourself in a position that if one thing does go wrong, it, you always look at him and you're like, oh, well, he's the one to blame. But he's really not. You know, he's the entire reason that this team is in the playoffs every single year. And, uh, you know, he always puts the team in a good position to win. So um, that, I think that's what anyone on our team would tell you, that, you know, we don't think about him ever doing bad. And that's not something that gets talked about in the clubhouse because we always think of him doing great. And that's, that's what he does. Yeah. I mean, he's the best pitcher of our generation. That's how – he will go down and now a World Series champ. It's pretty cool. So another difference maker on your team is Mookie Betts. Man, there was a chance there for a second that we would not have seen him in Dodger blue, which would have been such a tragedy. Um, what did having Mookie Betts on your squad and being able to go out there and see him every day uh, mean to you? He's a pretty special player. Um, you know, he just – he brings so much to the table. Uh, you know, dynamic playmaker. He's got the speed. Uh, he hits for average, hits for power. He plays unbelievable right field. Uh, but he's also a, an extremely hard worker. He might be one of the hardest workers I've ever seen, which for a guy that has this kind of talent and success he's had already is pretty rare to see. Or pretty rare to see. You know, he's out there every single day doing early work. He's, uh, he's working in a cage. He's taking ground balls even though he doesn't play infield. He's trying to do whatever he can to get better. And – uh, you know, when he does, when, when he's out there doing that, uh, other guys see it, younger guys see it and they're, you know, they're sitting there saying, well, if he's out there doing it, then I should probably get, you know, get my butt out there and start working hard too. And, uh, you know, you kind of saw that throughout the year. It was, uh, you know, towards the end of the year, you had almost every single guy out there doing early work. And, uh, you know, you definitely don't see that when it comes to a, a major league team. And so that was, that was pretty fun to see. And, uh, you know, he also made it competitive. It wasn't, it wouldn't be just go out there and take ground balls. It was, you know, let's make a game out of it. You know, let's, uh, uh, let's see who can win, you know, who can make, make the most throws or, you know, field the most balls. It was, it, he always made it fun. And that was something that uh, for a guy of his caliber, you know, you don't really see that. You mentioned that you guys are, you know, maybe still soaking all of this in. I can't remember the last time the Dodgers weren't in contention, that, they, that there wasn't a headline that said like Dodgers, you know, will be back in the World Series. So I know it's a little early, but have you guys maybe talked about going back to back, having the chance to really celebrate and, and get your for real dog pile and your champagne spraying? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know if anyone's talked about it yet. Cause I think right now everyone's probably getting back to work. And uh, you know, I, I said, that's one of the things I've noticed about this team is when, you know, when you show up to spring, there's not really a lot of talking about it. It's just, you expect it and they expect you to know what you have to do to get yourself in that position. And um, you know, it, it's, it's very rare that you can show up, to spring training every single year with, with a realistic expectation that, Hey, we're going to win the world series. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of teams out there that want to say that, but you know, they just, if they're if we're being real, they just don't have a chance. And whether it's because they're rebuilding or they've had a couple of guys get signed away in free agency or, you know, whatever the reason that that just doesn't happen. But for us to show up every single year, you know, the goal is gets the world series and it's a realistic goal. So it's a, uh, uh, you know, you kind of know coming in that, you better make sure you're ready to play or otherwise there's going to be someone right behind you taking your spot. And 
there's always someone ready to go in our in our organization. Mm-hmm. That's elite. That's at elite level baseball for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Dodger baseball. Did you buy yourself any World Series presents? Anything that you can kind of you know uh-huh. use to to mark the fact that you're now a champ? No, uh, you know, we, we, we actually keep receiving, uh, we keep receiving gifts. Seems like every other week that has a, you know, maybe like our name inscribed on it or something. So it's, uh, uh, you know, I, I haven't really had to buy myself anything. We've got a lot, we have plenty of stuff coming in that helps me remind me of, uh, remind me of the win. Uh, you know, I think just the other day we got a, uh, a bottle of tequila that had our name inscribed on it that said world series champ. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, I don't know if I'll be drinking that one or not just because it's such a special bottle, but yeah, I was uh, going to say, not- does that go on the other uh, cabinet, the do not touch cabinet? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll see if it needs to get, get broke open or not. And then from the actual game, did you take any memorabilia? Did you sneak anything away with you? Um, I tried to. Uh, you know, I tried to, pack, uh, tried to pack some stuff into my bag. We'll, we'll see if it's actually there or not. I really haven't opened <laughs> up, um, but, uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure it, it, it got – Got taken out of there to get put on the uh, the sale rack. We'll we'll see, but uh, hopefully hopefully I got my cleats and my jersey and uh, uh, hopefully my bats in there. But I'm gonna guess it's probably not. <laughs> what about any like infield dirt or anything like that? Did you scrape anything together? I've never even thought about doing something like that. That's a uh, <laughs> um, you know I don't know. I know that's kind of special to a lot of people. I, I've always thought it was weird that you know you see someone with a bot with a, a jar of dirt on their mantle. You're kind of like well, you know why why you got mud up there. Um, yes, that, that, that's always been one that's weird to me. I've never done that one. Yo, this loser over here definitely scraped dirt from her last high school softball game. Stop it. Stop it. I you probably have your smelly it. old yeah. shin guards and stuff, too. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm the weirdo who does that. It's fine. I own it. Max, Danny and I were talking about summer camp when you were hit by that pitch on your finger and, and fractured your ring finger. Did it have any impact on you once it healed mentally or did it linger at all during the rest of the season? Did you notice it? You know, I would, I'd like to say that it didn't, but it definitely did. Um, if anything, just from the mental side of it. Uh, yeah, p- pitch ran up and in in uh, our first or second inter-squad game in summer camp. I can't remember which one it was and uh, uh, broke my uh, – Broke my left ring finger. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where just fastball ran up and in. Can't, can't do anything about it. Didn't blame the pitcher. It just it's baseball. It happens. And um, you know that the actual injury itself healed pretty quick. I think I was back in in two weeks, maybe. Um, I think it was barely two weeks. I was back swinging a bat and getting ready to get in the games. And uh, but like I said, the biggest part of it was mentally because um, mm-hmm. September of uh, the year before, I got hit in the wrist and broke my wrist, uh, and then we only had a couple of spring training games and then we come to summer camp and I get hit again and break something. So it's kind of like any ball that was coming towards the inside of the park plate, I was kind of diving out of the way and uh, I, was, I was almost scared. So that played the biggest part was just mentally trying to get myself in there and dig into the box and not be, um, you know, not be scared of something coming up and in because it's going to happen. But uh, you know, it's just one of those things where you, you can't really control a baseball. One of the, one of the worst mental games of all time. And, uh, anyone that anyone's played it will tell you how much of a how much of a grind it takes on your head. Just the weird things happening all the time. Well, speaking of that, so we did a little deep dive, and in 2013, you tweeted that baseball is very is a very humbling game. So I'm wondering if you remember what that might have been referring to. Um, but you know, just you speaking to the mental side of it, um, I'm sure throughout high school and then your time at Baylor. 
and beyond. Uh, in it's like I can barely remember the beginning of this year. How did my sister remember <laughs> yeah. 2013? Well, I'm trying to think because 2013, I had I think I had a pretty good year in the minors. So if anything, which that was my first full season. So if anything, I was saying it was humbling, maybe because of just uh, you know that was my first experience of minor leagues. You know, eating peanut butter and jelly every single day, and uh, <laughs> uh, you know maybe if anything, that's what it was for. I don't know, but uh, you know. No, Knowing me, I probably I probably went through one of my one of my cold stretches and just getting super frustrated. I don't know. Uh, that was back when I actually put a couple of tweets out every now and then. I don't really do that anymore. No, that's all right though. We like to deep dive anyway. Hold on. Speaking of peanut butter and jelly, we've had this argument with a couple of baseball players. What is the professional way to make PB and J? How do you make it? Uh, for me, I like to go creamy peanut butter. Um, and I usually prefer a strawberry, strawberry jelly, I think. Um, and then just, that's it. Just do, go peanut butter on the bottom and then you get the other loaf, put some uh, strawberry jelly and squish it together. Okay. But there's no crunch. There's no consistency. We asked the same question to Jack Flaherty cause he said crunchy peanut butter was out. I think he's crazy. I mean, I don't mind crunchy peanut butter, but I prefer the creamy. He died on the, on the creamy hill. He died oh, on yeah. the creamy hill. <laughs> it was over for him. That was it. I mean, I mean I'm, I don't know. I, I, uh, yeah, like I said, I definitely prefer creamy peanut butter, but I, I won't say no to crunchy if it's there. That's fair. Okay. All right. I'll accept that. We'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Um, all right. So we want to play a game with you called Back of the Baseball Card, Max. Right. And... This is a couple stats for you from your career. So you might have to dig in your memory bank a little bit. Oh boy. So a bunch of baseball players remember their first hit and their first home run is usually pretty memorable, right? So we want to ask you, who was your first hit off of? And who was your first home run off of? The pitchers that you faced. Uh, first hit was Scott Feldman. Um, 3-1 cutter, kind of down the middle. And then my first home run was... That was in 2015. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You don't, you don't forget that. My first home run was Jeff Samarja. Um, it was either 0-2 or 1-2, fastball up and away. I think it was 0-2. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Nicely done. That was only a month later. Yeah. That was a, it was a good stretch. And then, and then it went downhill from there for me in Oakland. We only bring up the good things on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was definitely good. But like, yeah, it went, down, went downhill quick after that. Okay, so everyone remembers the home run last year, June 9th, 2019, when you told Mr. Madison Bumgarner, he's laughing, he's laughing right now, yeah, you yeah. go get it out of the ocean. So that, but that wasn't your first splash hit in San Francisco. Do you remember who you hit your first one off of? Oh, man. It was a righty, and it was September. I know that. Um Check and check. Uh, trying to think. Uh, uh, Pierce Johnson, maybe? I, I should know this, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Chris Stratton. He's coming Chris for Stratton. you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on, though, but going back to Mad Bum, uh, I know you guys are on your respective teams as of now, but if you guys ever became teammates, like, how would that all go down? I'd be fine. You know, uh, I say it all the time. It was never anything personal between him or me. It was just, you know, he, he's, he's a pretty fierce competitor. And uh, I like to think I'm a very fierce competitor as well. And, um, you know, he has this persona about him about being kind of the big dog out there. And, 
you know, he, he didn't like that he gave up a home run and he started yelling at me. But, um, you know, me being the guy I am, I'm not going to back down to that. So I just started barking back. And that's really all it was. It had nothing to do with him disliking me or me disliking it. People like to say, you know, it's uh, uh, I'm just carrying the mantle for Puig. And that's definitely not true. I think I think those two actually might have, might have hated each other. But uh, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't have any hate for him. So if we were, if we were teammates, I think it'd be fine. Um, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I love that answer. It's a great answer. All right, let's talk about your MLB debut, right? Third base for the A's on April 25th, 2015, there at the Coliseum. Do you remember who made up the rest of your infield and who the starting pitcher was that day? Starting pitcher for us or for, uh, well, for Houston, I already obviously know that, but. So uh, your starting pitcher. Okay, it would have been Ike Davis at first. Correct. Um, Marcus Simeon at short. Correct. I think Sogard was playing second, I believe. Correct. Uh, catching was, I believe it was Vogt. So it was right-handed, right-handed pitcher. So Vogt would have been catching. And then I yep. think Chris Bassett was the starting pitcher. Oh, so close. You were yep. one off. Kendall Graveman was your starting pitcher that day. Oh, see, I remember Bassett because I think the two plays I made, Bassett was pitching. Got it. Got so it. Maybe, that's, maybe that's why I remember Bassett. That's what stands out in your head. But that was pretty good. I mean, that recall from five years ago. No, well, you don't. You don't remember that you have in your brain. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, you don't forget your first game. You know, I remember a lot of things about that first game. Man, I I'd like your memory. Even if I <laughs> played a first game, I wouldn't remember half of it. So, okay. I mean, it's, it's your first big league game. It's a pretty memorable moment. It's the you know what you dream of your entire life, pretty much as a baseball player. So yeah, uh, it's not something I'm, I'm gonna forget ever. No, that's great. is there one image that stands yeah. out to you? one you know mental picture that you have from that day yeah uh you know i think i, I have it framed uh, or my parents have it framed in their house um i slid into second base and took out altuve and so it's a still frame of him kind of like flying over top of me I, I actually caught a lot of heat for that one from my teammates because that was i think that was like a week after uh the incident with the kansas city royals happened that year oh, oh, um, yeah where they threw at Brett Laurie a couple of times after he slid in hard to second. So that's right. Um, that's right. They, they kept yelling at me like, well, we don't want any fights again, but I mean, <laughs> we're standing right in front of the bag. So everything I did was clean. So yeah, you definitely remembered all of that. There was uh, no blackouts <laughs> happening for you. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. We mentioned Baylor. We're going to see how well, you know, your Baylor bears. So the only other Baylor alum besides you to be named an all-star is who? Uh, I think that's going to be either Jason Jennings or Kip Wells. We're going further back, the 1920s and 30s. Oh, uh, Ted Lyons. There you go. Nicely done. <laughs> Jesus, this dude's smart. <laughs> <laughs> He's making Baylor so proud. I love it. <laughs> okay, uh, you hit 35 home runs back-to-back -back seasons, last full seasons, 18 and 19. Can you name the three other – National League players that hit 35 plus home runs in both of those seasons. Uh, I feel like Arenado is one of them, probably. Better believe it. Yep. Um, from the same team, and Trevor then Story. one from the NL Central. There you go. Yep. Trevor Story, the one from NL Central. Uh, I feel like Rizzo, maybe. Huh? No, not Rizzo. Um, How about the Brew Crew? Oh, Yelich. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Should have known you're, that one. You're in good company there, dude. 
That's great comeback. It's pretty good. Man, Lex, he's crushing this. You <laughs> dominated that. So we've played that with several players, and I have to say that you did the best out of all the players that we've played that with. That's what I like to hear. All right. Yeah. He's a champ. <laughs> Take the game. Through. <laughs> I, like that. I like that a lot. All right. We have a couple of baseball news things that we wanted to get to with you and just get your um, your opinion on and your voice because we obviously don't know when the season's going to start. There's some debate about pushing it back from both sides, both um, you know, the league and, and the Players Association. So for you, in terms of being a baseball player who loves stability and routine, how do you grapple with the fact that you're not sure when the season's going to start? I hate that. Um, you know, for me, I just want to know what day do I need to show up, and I don't want that to change. Um, you know, it's one of those things where if they're going to push it back, I'd rather them do that right now so we know. Um, you know, I don't like the being in limbo part of it. That for me, I really hate that. That was something I hated all last year was you never knew when we were going to start, you know, and then we started going, it was like, are we going to stay starting? Is it going to stop again? You just never knew. Uh, for me, I just like the, the consistency of knowing I need to show up at this day and be ready on this day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned Justin Turner earlier, obviously a staple uh, of this team and caps off um, this season with a World Series run and, and potential. Yo, by the way, that dude, Justin Turner, let me just say, anytime I'm in the clubhouse, that dude is like a circus ringleader. I mean, he is, <laughs> he is like, the jokes are flying everywhere. He's talking to this dude and this person and this woman and this, and he's just, I, I, he's manning a card game. He's got the snacks. The dude is everywhere. He's literally the loudest guy from start to finish anytime I'm in the clubhouse. It's insane. That sounds about right. You know, he's a... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he's our leader, though. I mean, he's, he's, he's the guy in the clubhouse that everyone, everyone turns to when they need something. And uh, whether it's a question about baseball or just about anything, uh, you know, anything that's on their mind, everyone goes to Justin. He's the guy. Uh, uh, you know, he, he's the guy that gets all the information from our front office, from, from anywhere. So he, he, he has everything. So it doesn't surprise me that he'd be the loudest one every time you walk in there. <laughs> I mean, I say that, with, you know, in, in a positive way, for sure. It's just uh, yeah, no, it's pretty amazing to see because there are very few clubhouses you walk in and you're like, oh, you know, that guy definitely is the guy who's, uh, you know, he's, in, <laughs> you know he's, he's making it all happen. Yeah, no, he, he does it in the right way, too. Um, there's never any complaints about him, that's for sure. Yeah, so everyone's waiting to see, you know, what's going to happen with him. And I'm sure that you would love to see him return. Is there something about him that, you know, you can share that only you know, or, or something, some advice he's given you, something that we wouldn't know or we wouldn't get to see about him. If it's something only I know, it's going to stay that way. Sorry. No. <laughs> fair. I'm not, Always I'm not going to be spilling the beans on any of that stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, he's obviously a guy we'd love to have back. And, um, you know, like I said, he's our leader. He's, a, he's still a great player. Uh, he does so many things on the field that, and, and off the field that people don't see, whether it's in the clubhouse, whether it's helping, uh, helping plan a meeting for us, going over what the pitcher might have or going over what the team might have on top of that. You know, he, he's so good at all that stuff that, you know, if he didn't come back, it'd be truly missed. But at the same time, I want him to go out there and do what's going to be best for him. You know, if he gets a good opportunity from another team, um, you know, I hope he takes it. But uh, there's only one thing I probably do know for sure, and he's – the only, the only chance he's going to take is with the team that's going to win. Um, you know, that's probably the only thing I can tell you for sure. I, I doubt he's going to go somewhere just to get that little extra money. He, he wants to win. Um, that's how he's been his whole career, and uh, that's not going to change now. I think that was a great uh, golden nugget you just gave us. That's great. I mean, I think anyone should know that at this point. You know, it's uh, I feel like when guys start getting later in their career, um, 
you know, that have been around a long time. There, there's only one thing they're really still playing for, and that's, uh, you know, getting, getting another ring. So I, I think that's pretty – should be pretty well known. Yeah, totally. Uh, we want to take you back a little bit uh, for when you were released by the A's, right? You had two tough seasons, and you end up signing that minor league deal with the Dodgers in 2017. You then go on with the Dodgers, and you have successful years with them, capping it off with a World Series. So if you were to look back on that time and maybe either give advice to a younger player or give advice to yourself in terms of going through any of the – rough challenges while you're playing mentally anything like that what's the one thing that you would say what's the one piece of advice that you would give have fun um you know people hate when i give that answer because they, they think it sounds cliche and all this stuff but uh no I, th- I really attribute one of my one of the reasons that i struggled so much was i was not having any fun in oakland um you know it, it turned into a grind to show up to the field it turned into you know just it, it got to a point where i just wasn't having any fun and i was miserable i was depressed i was people around me didn't like being around me it was just you know it was a bad time and so that was kind of the biggest change for me was uh, you know obviously I made some swing changes and all this other stuff that people always want to talk about but for me it was coming home and working with my dad and just acting like I was a kid again and remembering how fun it was to play baseball Um, and then when I went when I went to AAA with with the Dodgers it was just taking that same attitude out there and um, you know it was kind of just the rest is history after that, but it was just, you know, just being thankful that I get to go out there every single day and play baseball and uh, just enjoy being out there and enjoy being with the guys because sooner or later that's going to end. And uh, I think that's something that a lot of people talk about when the most, when, when they're done playing is you don't get to hang around with the guys anymore. So you got to really enjoy that. That's awesome. What's your dad's name? It's Lee. Lee. So when you look back, like first baseball memories or first time that you've spent with him, what comes to mind? Uh, a lot, a lot of work, a lot, a lot of work. Um, you know, cause I had two older brothers and they both played baseball. So when I was, when I was little, uh, obviously you can't stay at home by yourself. So I was always being dragged out to the baseball field when they were playing. And, uh, you know, there was, there was always other people around. So it was kind of just get a tennis ball. Let's go, let's go play wall ball or let's go to the, the empty field at the park and just play, you know, get a pickup game going. That was kind of my earliest memories was just always doing that. And then, um, you know, whenever my brothers would go practice, uh, my dad would make sure I went with them and I had to practice with them, even though I was five years younger. So it was kind of, <laughs> I always had to practice with the older kids. And, you know, that, that was something my dad always did. And I, I kind of thank him for that. God, wall ball. What a throwback that is. He just yeah, said that. Fun, and I was like, oh, fun, yeah, that, took, that took me back to middle school, man. That was, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, it was a really fun game. I, I, I don't even know if I remember the rules, but um, that, I don't remember how you had to stand up against the wall. I don't remember what what rule that was, but I always hated that. <laughs> yeah. I think it was. I think you had you had three. Well, you had three outs. I think if you didn't get if you didn't uh, if you got three outs, then you had to stand up against the wall, and uh, they got a free peg on you. I think that's what it was. That's right. Those neighborhood boys would beat the crap out of me until I was tough. You better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. <laughs> All right, Danny. You want to go to rapid fire? Yeah, it's rapid fire time. It is absolutely time. All right. All right, if you draw Mookie Betts in your Secret Santa, you've got $20. What are you going to get him? Bowling ball. Oh, that's so good. What a great answer. (laughs) Okay, biggest celebrity that you've met at Dodger Stadium? Brad Paisley. I'll go Brad Paisley. Okay. Has that been your favorite or your the biggest? That's been my favorite because he actually came up to uh, me and my wife and he was like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm a huge fan. I just want to meet you. And I was pretty shell-shocked by that one. I was like, man, this is Brad Paisley. 
Yeah. You're like, you know me? Really? <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's a tough question, guys. There's so many celebrities around Dodger Stadium all the time. Um, it's hard to pick out which one would be the biggest. All right. Universal DH, yay or nay? I'm both on that one. I, as I'm getting older, I'm yes. Um, but if I was still younger, I'm no, because that was kind of my way of getting into the lineup. So, Ooh, okay. so I'm, I'm, I'm both on it. Okay. Um, That's yeah. fair. I, I like the double switches for, for younger guys because it's a good chance for them to get into the game. Sure. Great answer. All right. What about yay or nay to starting a runner on second in extras? I hate it. Mm. Wow. I, I hated it. Okay. Why? Why did you hate it? It just, To me, it, well, multiple reasons. To me, it just wasn't baseball. Um, you know, I, I, I know we, we need to speed the game up for fan interest, but for from my personal standpoint, I don't care. I don't want to speed the game. I want it to be baseball. And, uh, you know, it, putting someone out there to start the inning, it just it – didn't, it didn't feel like baseball to me. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't like any part of it. And on top of that, if you're the guy that makes the last out and you have to go run, it, run on second the next inning, that really sucks too because you're pissed off already as it is. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, that is a real, I didn't even think about that part of it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Who was your most memorable Oakland Athletics teammate? Yeah, Stephen Vogt. Why vote? You ever, you ever talk to the guy? He's unbelievable. He's, I have uh, never had a chance to talk to him, no. I don't think I have well, either. Well, you need to get him on here then because he's, he's one of the most incredible human beings you'll ever meet. Um, yeah, he's just, he was a great, great teammate, a great leader, a great human being. Uh, you know, he, he was always fun to be around. He loves to have, have fun on the baseball field. And uh, just, look, just look at some of the intentional talk uh, interviews with him. And, the, you know, yeah, that kind of says it all. You can help us make that happen. I can try. <laughs> He's agent for us. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll take a commission for that. Yeah. Okay. What about the last Dodgers teammate that you texted, and what did you say? The last Dodgers teammate that I texted, uh, well, I was probably, that's probably JT. But we have a group chat with all the guys, so everyone stays in contact that way. Um, Great. So if any, if anything, it was. Uh, it was me making fun of Belly in, the, in Assassin's Creed, the video game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm telling you, those player group chats, you, you don't even want to see what they look like. No. They are ruthless. Yeah, it gets, it gets, pretty, it gets pretty hardcore in there. <laughs> All right. Uh, in and out or Whataburger? Whataburger. Why? It's just better. End of story. <laughs> Hometown guy. Hometown guy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I'll give in and out is the sauce. Other than that, water burger all day. Okay. I hear you. Where does your McCovey Cove home run off Mad Bum rank in your career? Probably number two, I would say. And what's number one? Uh, number one was the walk-off home run in the World Series. Yeah. Love pretty, it. pretty, uh, yeah. Pretty high number ones. It's yeah. tough to yeah. top that for sure. Well, I, actually, I need to explain. Yeah, the so the actual home run itself doesn't really rank that high. It was just a home run, but yeah. everything that in, that ensued after that makes it number two for me. We love it. So you basically yeah. were vaulted to like this level of Dodger stardom because of that home run on a national level. I mean, baseball fans obviously knew you, but like it took it to a different level because of the back and forth we're, and you were obviously you were into that because now you're saying it because of that it made it your second favorite home run yeah i mean it was just everything that happened because that was pretty crazy you know just the, the t-shirts and just 
the, Dod- the Dodgers, you know, every time I see Dodger fans, they always bring it up. And, you know, a lot of them are wearing, wearing the shirts and, uh, you know, all of that just um, makes it pretty memorable to me. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't like to think that I'm a, I'm that kind of player that does that kind of stuff all the time, but it did happen. And, you know, I, it, it, it was fun. So. Yeah. I mean, we thought it was awesome. We talked about it the next day on the show for like 20 minutes. We loved it. Yeah, I've had a lot of people have talked to me about it. I've had a lot of uh, uh, a lot a lot of other players have told me they thought it was awesome too. Oh man, I mean, I what's better that. than getting like you know positive reinforcement from guys in the league about it too? That's nice. That way, it it ended up being pretty funny because we we play some teams and you know pitchers would be they go out there early while we're hitting BP or something and. You know, they kind of make a comment like, hey, you know, take it easy today or something like that. Uh, just, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. A lot, a, lot, a lot of fun comments like that. So it was, uh, uh, you know, I just I really enjoyed all that. It's cool also now that you have a, a World Series under your belt to be able to look back on it. Because, like, yes, it was a moment that you were known for, and that's pretty cool, too. But, like, also you're a World Series champ. So it's kind of like, you know. Absolutely. If that was the only thing I was known for, then, you know, I feel like my career was probably pretty bad. (laughs) Or like just incomplete. But now it's like, I can talk about whatever you want me to talk about. I'm World Series champ, right? Yeah, it definitely, definitely helps out a lot. That's cool. Love that. Okay. What about a a golf foursome made up of anyone besides your Dodgers teammates? Like who would I want to play with? Yeah. Um, Got to do Tiger. Um, throw throw Michael Jordan in there. I think it'd be fun. Um, I, I just, After I just the last watched, dance, come on! Well, you yeah, have I, to I, put... just, I just watched that not too long ago, so I want to throw him in there. <laughs> oh, uh, so um, good. I mean, I I feel like you almost have to throw Charles Barkley in there too. <laughs> I mean, that 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 swing is something else. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, my God. It's an epic uh, I feel like that'd be pretty fun just to, yeah. to hear those guys talk to each other and, and talk smack to each other would be really fun, I feel like. I mean, that would be a documentary in and of itself. You would get paid a lot of money just to have those three hanging out with you, for sure. If they're making Retire, a documentary, man. I don't think I'm going to be the fourth guy in there. <laughs> hey, you never know. I mean, the, the smack talk, I think you would rank pretty high up there. So That's right. Oh, I could definitely throw it out there, but I wouldn't be able to back it up, though. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's where it'd be a problem. I don't know. I, I don't know that three of those guys are World Series champs. So yeah, well, I'm just saying I'd be talking, say I'd be talking smack, and then my, my shot would be 40 yards to the right to, in, in some someone's house. So It's better than Barkley, though, man. That dude can barely get it off the tee. <laughs> I guess, yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap this section up with one final rapid-fire question. Why will the Dodgers go back to back as World Series champs? That's a tough question because it's you know we have a lot of guys returning. We're gonna you know I, I trust the front office to get some get some key pieces that'll fill holes that we're gonna miss, and uh, you know we're, we're gonna make a signing or two that um, you know it's just gonna make us a, a very complete team again. And on top of that, we have a lot of young guys that are coming up, and uh, you know they're they're just as talented as anyone I've ever seen, and uh, they're just they're waiting for their chance to prove themselves, and uh, you know they may get it this year. There you go. We'll take it. Short and long of it. Perfect. All right, Max, we end every podcast with an embarrassing story. No, you are not going to escape without telling us an embarrassing story. So you must. Everyone has. Um, Anything from when you were younger to anything that happened recently, 
the most embarrassing and and the more embarrassing the better um that's that's hard to think of something like that because you forget that kind of stuff so uh good point I don't know, on the baseball field, we'll just go with the last year or the year before. I was diving, I, I tried to catch a ball that was going into the stands, and I ended up diving into the stands, but it was like 12 rows away. I wasn't even close to it. Um, <laughs> and then I got, I got, I flipped into the stands and came out on the field, and everyone was laughing at me, including the, the opposing dugout. And I was like, oh man, this sucks. <laughs> but I, I can go with that probably on the baseball field just because that was. Uh, I, I really thought I had a chance at it, and then it was like twelve rows away. It wasn't like not even close. Depth of field was bang friend. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it definitely was not. Max, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Congratulations, World Series champ! Man, that sounds so good. It's got to sound good to you every single time you hear it, right? Yeah, I never. It doesn't get old. At least not yet. No, I don't think it ever will. Yeah, appreciate you hopping on, and uh, enjoy the rest of your off season, and good luck next year. Happy holidays. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Happy holidays. Thanks, dude. Have a great one. Stay safe. Thanks. Appreciate it.